and it's Stu, and it's the Evil G Podcast, and we're here to talk about the things that happened this week. Yay! That, that's a hell of an introduction. <laughs> I just got happy I got through it without um, fucking anything up. Yeah, that's, that's actually a fuck upless start. Yeah, so. I, I was thinking people, people would be like, he does this on purpose. It's like he's trying to be all, oh, look at me, I don't know what I'm doing. No, it's actual incompetence. Like, genuine yeah. incompetence. I thought you were it's actually going to mispronounce that and say incontinence. Podcastily <laughs> <laughs> incontinent. Oh, what does that mean? Like a piss myself by doing the podcast? No, it just means that our podcast will always have a bit of piss in it. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, right. Um, so, what's been happening this week? Um, game stuff? Not a lot. Uh, but we got a couple of things to talk about. Um, first up, uh, do you like Overwatch? We do I enjoy a bit of Overwatch. I heard you played that before. Uh, um, once or twice. And so a long time ago, what seems like forever ago, they announced Overwatch 2, to which we were all like, huh? Um, and they've just uh, released some new details in a, seems like nearly three hour long live stream. Yeah. Um, which I didn't watch, but got the gist of it instead. <laughs> um, yeah, so a couple of pretty significant changes coming uh, from this... Uh, yeah, a couple of mad changes. Alright, so first off, we've got um, instead of a 6v6, it's going to be 5v5, hmm. with each team losing a tank. Only one tank per team. One tank, but, two damage, two support. But the tanks, obviously, it's looking like they're going to get big workarounds. Yeah, so they're they're rethinking how tanks tanks make um, tanks make how they make, uh, how tanks play. Um, so I think they're trying to encourage more of a uh, diva uh, roadhog style play, which yeah, they call, more aggressive. They call brawling style of tank, um, hmm. where your job is to get up in the team's face and cause havoc. Um, and less of the Reinhardt style uh, let's protect the team. Mm. Um, which sounds to me is it'll make games quicker. Probably. It'll be interesting because we know obviously that all the returning characters are back so be changed. Reinhardt obviously is still in this game. Mm. Reinhardt's going to be a completely different type of character. Yeah. Excited about because I always wanted to like get into people's grills with Reiner. He's this big fucking hammer wielding madman. You wanted to get into people's grills, but it was just so hard to do sometimes. So this will actually be really fucking exciting. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Arisa too is another one that's probably going to have to change a lot because she's a true plonk yourself down and and uh, stick there. So the, a lot of the changes seem to be uh, to get past that whole, we're just going to sit in this corner and, and that'll be us. Aye. Because um, uh, they're, they're actually redoing um, Bastion from the ground up. Bastion being the guy that can turn into a turret. Um, mm. He was very plonk yourself down. So 
Yeah. So they seem to be changing things for for me, uh, like uh, taking out some of the my least favorite types of games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, whereas, like, oh, we're gonna have to go up against uh, you know a bastion stuck behind a shield with a healer on him, uh, and none of our attackers have the gumption to take him out. Aye. Um. So that could be good. Uh, I'm very curious though because obviously they said that Overwatch 1 and 2 players will still be able to play together did Overwatch 1 that turns it down to 5v5 and does all these character updates and shit like that or what the fuck's going to happen here yeah it must just patch uh, a hell of a patch well I'm not even going to pretend to know because I I'm still waiting for them to come out and say, actually, no, that's not. You're going to have to buy the new game. <laughs> and I will happily buy the new I'd rather, you know, just them go to go, all right, we made a wee mistake. You'll have to buy the new game. Because I don't think anyone's going to go, oh, well, fuck you. We're not buying it now. Overwatch has a huge fan base. People will be happy to buy a new game. Yeah, it's been five years. Anniversary. That's, what, that's the event happening at the moment. Yeah, so it's, yeah, that's... That's a good long life for oh, a game, I guess. Um, but it'll be good of them, like, still, even if, if they do that, you should be able to bring across all your skins and shit. Yeah, that'd be, yeah I'm sure they'll do something like that. Uh, what other changes do they have? Um, May's stupid freeze oh, ray will no like longer fuck. freeze you. Um, it'll slow you down, do damage, but not completely freeze Thank Christ. That was the worst thing in the world. When you would get frozen, not die. Like, you, like I literally, like, you're, you're, you are Roadhog. You have health for days, and this May is just freezing you over and over and will eventually kill you. Very slowly in a very annoying way. Yes. Yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's another pretty annoying thing. So, yeah, that's... Kind of stops May from trading toe to toe with someone she shouldn't really be able to. Um, so so yeah. Uh, it's almost like they've change. got all the annoying things that you know that we specifically don't like, and went, "I let's get rid of all that." Maybe, <laughs> maybe fucking Blizzard listen to the Evil G podcast or something. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe it's just stuff to change the pace of a game. Uh, it looks like they're trying to make it a more faster paced game. Um, which are always like your your faster paced games are, are always the ones that are the most fun. Like uh, there's nothing oh, worse than getting getting bogged down and not being able to make progress. Mm. Um, all the roles are getting passive, so your roles being your attack, your your tank, and your support, they all get passive abilities. Um, so the the attackers will be able to move faster than the other roles. Support heroes will oh, nice. regenerate health automatically. Um, Lucio could already do that, so sucks to be him. He does he get something else? Does he does he he lead him faster well, again? It just means that um, when he's in his sort of speed mode, he'll still. Yeah, I, I, I want. I wonder. Yeah, yeah. It's probably. A, I'm guessing his regenerating health when he's in his heal mode is going to be faster than the standard yeah. uh, passive regeneration. 
Uh, and then tanks uh, will take a reduced knockback and you won't be able to generate as much ultimate charge from them because I know yep. a real, real easy, especially like when you play as Divin, you get knocked out of your mech. A real easy way to get your mech back really, really fast is just aim for the biggest thing. Stand far yep. away and just aim for the biggest thing you can find, which is usually like a, a roadhog or something. Um and the, the worst thing is he's not even going to realize he's getting hit or ultimate off him while he's like busy taking out three other guys or something. And now the the news that probably people were after, we've still no release date from this. They showed a couple of new maps as well, didn't they? Um, They may have. I think they showed some maps, but there's no... I don't think there's any oh, new yeah, game yeah. modes. No, but maps. Well, they showed well, not, maps. Nothing announced, but you would imagine this thing being nearly three hours long. Uh. <laughs> there can't be much much else to it. Um, but yeah, that's just some of the, 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 the big changes to the uh, to, to the the, the gameplay. Um but yeah, sort of, sort of seeing, not seeing anything that really justifies it being Overwatch Two, and not just patches. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, graphically, it doesn't look really much different either. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, you said that you have the whole thing with, um, you know, them saying. Uh, you'll if you you've got the first Overwatch, you'll be able to play along with it. Anyone with Overwatch two on the maps, um, so you know all this stuff must come to Overwatch one. So like, <laughs> then you start asking, well, why? What's Overwatch two then? Why is it? Why is this Overwatch two? If Overwatch one is going to have all this as well, is it just going to like literally be a handful of new skins? something I can think of, and maybe you will get exclusive Overwatch 2 maps. How about the, did they not say all they, the maps? No. no, what they have said is that Overwatch 1 and 2 people will be able to play each other in the Overwatch 1 maps. Right, right. Okay, that makes more sense then. I think Overwatch 2 will have its own specific Overwatch 2 maps. So, actually, my brain's actually started working here. What if... <laughs> All the Overwatch 1 maps stay 6 on 6, and the Overwatch 2 maps is when it goes 5 on 5. Could be. Uh, yeah, maybe. 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 Maybe that's the only way Overwatch 1 can play with Overwatch 2. So you're still. So if you if you own Overwatch 2, but you go to, say, uh, King's Row, Bastion, and your normal Reinhardt, and all that there. Mm. But if you're playing Overwatch 2 maps, that's when you get your fucking new Bastion and all that there. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. It that's... just worked the sort? Yeah. You should go work for Blizzard. Right. <laughs> You'll be listening to us now going, shit, he's leaking everything! <laughs> Do you work for Blizzard secretly? In the... <laughs> uh, no, if I was going to work for a games company, it might be uh, another different... Studio. Who? <clears throat> Resurrected. 
Are you, are you trying to segue? Is that what that you're doing there? That would be a pretty there? cool segue, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Deep Silver, uh, who are a publisher who bought a lot of stuff that no one else wanted, they got a lot of stuff when THQ went under. They did. Not. <laughs> they they seem to like exist based on like because one time Deep Silver is like uh, they do shitty budget titles and then um, they bought all THQ stuff, but whatever. Um, so they have founded uh, a new Free Radical studio, the developers of the Time Splitters um, games, which I imagine has got you pretty excited. I was very excited when I heard this, but we're going right. We're going to bring new, or we're going to bring Free Radical back, and we're you know, we're going to announce now that they're working on something but time the, splitters. Yeah, something time splitters. But the best news out of all of this is who they got to lead the studio. Yeah, which so is, it's so it's not just them using names um, and. You know, recognizable names to, to to try and get interest. It's actually the people as well they got. So they got Steve Ellis and David Doak back. Yeah, that's I mean, the, fucking amazing. If you're gonna do this, um, that's the right way to do it. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's like yeah, you could just start a studio called Free Radical, and then everyone working there had nothing to do with um, any yeah. of the Free Radical stuff before. Um, and you're just trying to get people interested because they'll recognize the name. Um, so you reckon all of this has come about from uh, the ability to unlock Time Splitters 2 in that shitty front game? I, I honestly do believe so. I mean, obviously, uh, we talked about this a while back, and we jokingly went on to Steam and started looking at reviews of Homefront. Mm. The top. 200 reviews suddenly started talking about time splitters and people said oh, i bought this just for a pc version of time splitters no i mean let's be honest i went out and i fucking bought homefront for a tenner just so i could play through a couple of hours of that shit but now i have an hd version of time splitters on my playstation 5 and to me that's fucking class yeah it's... i think obviously they obviously seen that there was a, a bit of a that wasn't just like a wee bit of a song and dance on the internet the game started selling all of a sudden because people were like on our new consoles, or we can see time splitters, you know, the best it could look, you know, on 4K TVs and stuff. And they've probably just sort of went, hey guys, time splitter still has a wee bit of a draw. What if, you know, we actually do something with it because we've, we've owned this license and just going, I will show, we'll, we'll throw Free Radical name on it and everyone will be excited. They went and they got Ellis and Doke and went, hey, do you want to do something with time splitters? And obviously they jumped on board because I doubt, I doubt them two boys are up to much anyway. Apparently, they have said that they're working on a new Time Splitters, but also some Time Splitters stuff. Mm. So, I honestly believe what we're going to get is the long asked for and awaited original trilogy, maybe spruced up a bit. Yeah. Here's the. Uh, so, to make I had to do five hours of Homefront. <laughs> so, here's the, the official announcement that was tweeted out by Deep Silver. Uh, you asked and we listened. We've been working on plans to bring the Time Splitter franchise back to life and are pleased to let you know that we are setting up a new Deep Silver development studio to do just that. Free Radical Design is reforming and will be headed up by industry and Time Splitter's veterans Steve Ellis and David Doak. 
That's a fun name to say. Isn't it? <laughs> this is an exciting first step in the process. Development on a new game has not yet started, uh, and we'll update you when we have more news to share. Mm. So yeah, that that sounds like, you know, Tiny Splitters Four. Something news on the way. Aye, that'd be amazing. Very quick, uh, off random comment here. So David Duke, Steve Ellis, obviously worked together before Time Splitters. They'd done Perfect Dark, and they'd done Goldeneye. Mm. David Duke was actually in the second level as a side mission where you had to find a decoder to open a door, and it would be Doctor Duke would give you this decoder. Do you remember a while back they, there was that release or there was a leak of the Xbox Live version yes. of GoldenEye? Yeah, the the remake? Or yes. Whatever it was. It was, it was a full remake, wasn't it? It was. It was like a Xbox Live remaster. It was it, it was basically GoldenEye's coding, but with nicer graphics. So it played the exact same way, but it was just nicer graphics. But they had taken Dr. Duke out of it. So this modder went on and got photos of David Duke these days. <laughs> him into the game again because they were like fuck this this isn't goldeneye i don't know why but for some funny reason dr doke is a legend in goldeneye <laughs> so they, they put dr doke back in the goldeneye and he was on his twitter saying thank you very much and then because i was reading that i only found out that the creator of goldeneye is a belfast man fuck all those countries out there that love console first person shooters you have norn iron they think <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very very excited uh, to hear that Free Radical is back and that something is being worked on with Time Splitters because Time Splitters has always been one of my favourite shooting franchises of all time I just um, you could get the whole game because I'd known the first two levels were in Homefront for a while but I thought that's not worth it but whenever I found out the whole game was in there I was like fuck I have to I have to get this and play through Time Splitters it hasn't aged today still plays really well you know uh, that's 16 years ago since Town Splitters 3 came out. Um, and Still you considered... Oh, sorry. I was just say you consider all the um, changes that have happened with uh, online and that since then. Yeah. Um, which back then you didn't really have a lot of that going on. Town Splitters 3, but that was only on the Xbox version. Yeah, that was the... the the early days of all that stuff and mm. uh, PlayStation Two didn't really. No, I mean you had to you had to get that hard drive and the modem and, oh, and there's a whole Jesus. handling. And yeah, the pre actually worked. Mm. There wasn't many games that took advantage of it. No, there really wasn't. Remember Final Fantasy Eleven being the big one for it? You had SOCOM. So calm, that was a big launch title as well for it. I think there was some driving game. It might have been a Colin McRae or a WRC or something that had it. There was one other game I remember. I think it was a Warhammer game that had it. If I'm not mistaken. Weird. Did you ever Pretty cool. own that thing? Did you have that? Online for PS2? No. That was a lot of money. How much was it back in the day? PS2 hard. I don't think I think it was a hundred lid. Yeah, they paid the you paid the hundred pound, and then you had to pay 
so much. It was like a subscription thing. It obviously like Xbox Live Gold, but I think the PlayStation one was way more expensive. I think when they done the PlayStation Three, they went right to play online. It's free. We're not going down that fucking rabbit hole again. But obviously, the PlayStation Three didn't exactly have the best online capability. But um, on from. But I think uh, it'll be pretty goddamn cool to have a time splitters with today's online, uh, you know, capabilities. Because time splitters still had some of the craziest multiplayer modes ever. 16-player deathmatch monkey assistant online <laughs> will be absolutely hilarious. Fucking five monkeys tearing at you with rocket launchers. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. So yeah, very excited. Okay, from uh, from one... Oh, it's been all shooters we're talking about today. Um, so th- this is uh, next story is about Apex and the um, they recently had a ask me anything on Reddit, which if you're not familiar, that's when someone goes on to Reddit and says, "I'm this person that does this. Ask me anything," um, and then stuff happens. So it was brought up about the the costs of um, the cosmetic paid for cosmetics. In, uh, we have talked about this before. The pricing of these can yeah. be. So, so you're talking about twelve, thirteen pound for a skin. Mm. Um, and so they they were asked about that, and they they went um and <laughs> gave kind of an answer, not a very good one, but an answer. Um, so basically, what they said was. Oh, the game needs to be profitable, and it costs money to make these skins, and we're a small team, so that's why our um, that's why everything's so expensive. <laughs> Which um, kind of don't buy that. So, like, like get compared to other games, and they're saying, "Oh, but our team's smaller, um, so that person has to work longer." It's like, how is like say for example one person working 10 hours on a skin more expensive than two people working five hours each on a skin mm-hmm. seems uh i honestly wouldn't believe that they're a small team either not with apex having the high amount of players it has yeah you know when a game has that demand and that has that player base you have to make sure that it stays on top form a good team working on it so I, I, I did. I read this as well. I read their, their reply and truth about maybe having a small team and the amount of work and all that there that went into it. I would sort of go, okay, I get that. But I don't believe for a second that they are a small team. You know, one guy works yeah. 30 hours on a skin. See, see, if you told, see if they told me, it's like, it has to be this price and all of that goes to the people that made it and you're yeah. like, Grant that's fine, but that is mm. not the fucking that is definitely not the case um, and they also make uh, you know, they, they say about how how detailed their skins are compared to other games, which again I don't think that's I, I don't know about that because like some of the no. some oh. of the, the skins you can very much see 
you know, that's not that different from the character's base skin. I think that there, there's there's a gold one there that's on. Maybe that's because it's on the battle pass. It's for Rampart. And yeah. It's like they stuck things on our shoulders and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it is, is, is the same model uh, with a different color. Um, the, the, you remember they done that uh, that animated short about Pathfinder, and he was like the detective, and he had the big sort of trench coat and all on. Mm. The skin in game, it, it, like the jacket didn't go past his arse. Aye, so they, they obviously didn't add any extra sort of you know material or anything to Pathfinder. They just sort of went, well, there's his base model. We'll make it look like he's wearing a yellow coat for a bit. Yeah. I know, no extra. I, I, I don't like. I'm never gonna pay for one of those premium eighteen pound skins. Like I, I did buy one in the. Yeah, we've each bought a twelve pound skin. Well, yeah, that one time. That, yeah. <laughs> and I also like, um, you know, bought the battle pass. I only get a gold back in battle pass, but that's like the the sheer number of these things that, that keep coming. Um, hmm. and there, there's there's ones there as well that that are literally, you know, color swaps. Yeah. Um. So it's it's hard to sort of take that that explanation. It's kind of a not much of a an answer. It's like no. a, especially when the question asks is like, are you gonna do something more affordable down the line? Mm-hmm. I don't um, think they even got to that part. To, to, to what they said there is, to me, is an answer. It's a flat out no. No, true. Um, and it's EA. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. We know what they're like. <laughs> I think the, the worst from, pack from the fuckers that bring you FIFA Ultimate Team, this, like, come on. The. Uh... <laughs> And as you know, when they do like a, an event, have skins uh, are bundled in with like gun skins or so many loot boxes and things like that, you can't just buy the skin. Yeah, you have to buy the big package. If to buy the big package, which is maybe nearly twenty-five point, which is I'm pretty sure how that that Pathfinder one I was talking about before came. So if you wanted to buy that skin, you didn't. You didn't just pay maybe the twelve pound that maybe we had to pay. You had to pay maybe twenty five pound. You got the Pathfinder skin. I think you got a voice line, which I'm sorry takes fucking three seconds to record. There's no work goes into a voice line. At least uh, it's probably all stuff that you'll use and would still maybe want. It's not like you know a certain video game retailer that was selling PlayStation fives and forced you into buying uh, a bundle with a. A fucking awful shit T-shirt that, that you didn't want, even fit. <laughs> and said that in the bundle it came to fifteen pound, but on the T-shirt itself the label says a tenner. Fuck you, game. Yeah. Just, just fuck you. <laughs> Flat out, fuck you, game. I got my PlayStation, so you just can fuck off now. Arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna burn your shop down. Um. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I, I suppose I, that's I, true. I think that that PlayStation thing it's it's very exploitative because of how hard they are to come by. They're taking mm-hmm. advantage over people's desperation to get their hands on one. Um, they're the only place I know of that are locking them behind preset bundles. 
um, where you buy other shit you might not want. Like some of them bundles like had a second controller on them, which is well, I didn't do the the maz on it, but uh, that should be an extra fifty quid. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if their bundle was actually more expensive than the value of the items in it. My bundle, were... my bundle I got, yes, it was more expensive than the value of the actual shit I got, which is mm-hmm. absolutely fucking disgusting to begin with. Um, and the like, the like, when are you going to use the second controller? They say who does like most of your games are going to play online. You don't play much with other players. And if you're organizing a thing like that, chances are you'll have someone to bring an order controller anyway. So it's again, it's like packing in like you need two controllers. That's a thing. That's a thing that goes back to the pre-internet days where you're like, oh, I need two controllers because I need to play with my brother. My brother needs to play as well. So, but... Well, it would have made sense if they turned around and they says, I here's a bundle with Mortal Kombat 11 PS5 edition and two controllers. Not here's Demon Souls and I, two controllers. Here's Demon Souls and two controllers. What I guess fuck? I guess you can have one for when you smash one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Demon Souls good. It's very good. Um uh, g- gamer arseholes. <laughs> not that though, but like we we knew this. It's a fucking shitty corporation. I'm afraid that's not news. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, onwards. Um So we got some uh Sad news that is probably going to fly over your head, Shu. Um, do, do you oh, know I, any... I know, I know. Uh, do you, you know of Berserk? I do. Um, so the the artist and writer, uh, creator, everything to do with Berserk, Kentaro Miura, has passed away. Um, it was just announced this week, but he, he actually died on the 6th of May. We kept it quiet until he was buried and all that was done. Mm. Um, probably the right right decision. Yeah. Um, fifty four years old he was. Old at all. And he is one of the best uh, manga artists ever. Um, I don't read a massive amount of manga, but um, I would like I don't think I'd have many people arguing with me on that front as like how good he was uh, as an artist. If you see any of his work. Um, like just the the detail that that goes into it, um, like it's the the inking style that he uses, like, the, like you, you can look really closely and see all the, the you know the individual strokes he he does for things, and it's just a sort of mind blowing. Um, and his his series Berserk, which he had been working on for over thirty years, nineteen eighty nine, it started. Um. And he never, never got to see it finished. Um, you gonna say something? That's a mad thought when you think about it. So, got to finish it. But with him sadly passed away now, gonna try and take the helm on that, or? I think so. Uh, what I think is happening um, is his. He he had a team of assistants. Um, and some of them are gonna take up the uh, helm and the 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 story um, mm. to bring it to to a close. And I think he has has stuff um, that he had done that hasn't been released yet as well. But um, they when his uh, 
publisher uh, made the announcement that of his death, they they said that they announced what's what's going to happen on down the line uh, with that stuff. Um, I it's it's real shitty because I I have been reading up up to a point. I caught up with it because the guy he he went by his own schedule. He wasn't uh need to get you know like one piece and all those things and like you have to have this out every week like months even years might pass between a chapter um he definitely went by his his own his own schedule um so i i had read it up to to catch up and then i decided right i'll let it finish and and then read the whole thing again because it's because it's that good um but i it's it's just it's shitty that it's something that he'd worked on for so long and for like I don't mean me as like oh I don't get to read the thing now it's like nah fuck that it's like he himself like this is life's work and he never got mm. to see the, the end of it and see people's reaction to it um, which is which is a, a really shitty thing it's like I think if you, if you worked on something for that long um uh. Uh, some of the, the the stuff that this this happened to to pay tribute is pretty good as well. Like the um, you've got his, he, the, you've got these lovely big uh, berserk volumes. That, um, they're now all in the Amazon bestsellers, so people are running out there and buying up them. Um, I would like to think that's because you're a fan and not because you're a fucking oh he's dead now it's going to be worth something. So. <laughs> yeah, you'd like to think people will be doing it out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a, a really cool thing happened in uh, in Final Fantasy fourteen as well. So, if you don't know anything about Berserk, it's about uh, Guts, who is uh, a mercenary, and he wields an absolutely fucking massive sword. It has to be one of the original uh, I'm carrying a sword that I in no way should be able to lift. Like, 30 years ago, it definitely would have been one of the originals then. Yeah. Um, but so, in Final Fantasy fourteen, there's a tank class called the Dark Knight. It's uh, the class I play. Um, and it's it owes everything to, to Berserk. It's it's like the even the way their powers work is very similar to to, to the powers Guts has in, in the manga. So, like, he wears this suit of armor. It's called the Berserk armor, and it feeds off his suffering and pain. Um, and that's very much the way the the uh, the, the Dark Knight works in in Final Fantasy fourteen. So you had um, just these massive line of of Dark Knights all with their great swords out doing uh, just posing in a line. Um, it's pretty cool to to mm-hmm. see. Um, yeah, so it's it fucking came out of nowhere. Acute aortic dissection. Is is what it was, which is apparently where your the aorta that connects to the heart like rips Jeez. open. Sick. Didn't know that could happen. Um, um, I'm just. I hope you obviously were saying he has assistants who are going to be taking over and everything like that. And obviously, you were saying prior to that, um, he did. He clearly worked on his own schedule, so he did. So. As you were saying, it could be months or years or whatever. I hope that the same amount of time he would have given to finish this. I hope they just don't go right. We have an idea. Let's just get this wrapped up. I hope they literally go no. Let's get 
this done with the ending it deserves. Yeah, I, I, Ex- I would, uh, I would hope that he, that he has some sort of, you know, plan sketched mm. out, right? Uh, like he has an end insight that they know about, which will allow them to, to, sort of get that, you know, you know, do it justice. Um, uh, if if they were gonna like just you know, force it out to get it done. I would rather them just leave it be mm. than, than make it shit at the end. Because um, it's, it's a very, very good story. It's so fucking bleak. Um, but it's it's really great. It's, it's, it's so influential. Like, you'd be surprised how influential it is in the, uh, the dark fantasy genre. Um, like the, well, I know that... Uh... So Caliber guys were saying that they basically seen guts and thought, hey, we're not going to rip them off, but we're going to. That's where Nightmare came from. Basically, mm. is that's who influenced Nightmare. Yep. And Siegfried. And we would not have the Soul series if not for this. We wouldn't have Soul Sim- Caliber if it wasn't for Berserk. Sim- simple as that. Like, <laughs> no Berserk, no D- Dark Souls. Even that, like, if you look. Um, at the architecture in Berserk, like obviously it's very you know Western medieval, but just mm. just the there's entire things like like uh, shots in Berserk they're just lifted um, and and used in in Dark Souls. Um, aye, very sad. Very sad. But um, like you said, that the, the worst thing is he never got to see it. But hopefully, it gets an ending that is worthy of him. Yeah, no, they, like either do it justice or just don't do it. Let it mm. let it be. Uh, so, on to something less depressing. Uh, but, but do you like Highlander? I don't. You do, or did he no. cut out there? No, sorry, the original. It's not not too bad. Uh, okay. I I think it's... those cult films, you know, it's it's. I think the I think a lot of people sort of maybe put it on too high of a pedestal. It's it's an enjoyable film, but it, it's it's very silly as well. <laughs> Definitely. So, how would you feel about it being remade, starring Henry Cavill, by the, and directed by the guy that did John Wick? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> yeah, so that's happening. So Henry Cavill is is clearly. Um, you know, kind of. Like see, man. He, what, I think he likes swinging swords, since that's what he's been doing. <laughs> and now he wants to do this more. Um. Aye, so. <laughs> Raiden was in the original. Christopher Lambert. Oh, he was. Uh, <laughs> With a shitty Scottish accent, which wasn't even a Scottish. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. It's one of those, like, this is so bad, it's kind of entertaining films, yeah. to me. To it's, me, it's, that it's like so um, fucking corny. Put it in the same category as Flash Gordon. Yeah, yeah. So, I wonder what way they're going to go with, with this. Like, John Wick's a very different thing. Oh, yes. Um... And, I does, does Highlander doesn't have that much out and out action in it as like a, a John Wick film. Uh, so Ben has to see what, what he does with it. <laughs> I was like, they should probably just take the general premise which is an immortal 
a race of immortal swordmen that you have to cut their head off, and then if one cuts the other's head off, they become stronger, and they all shout there can only be one. Um, just take that premise and do fucking John Wick with swords, I guess. That'd be amazing. One they had to go up against was John Wick himself. John Wick is a Highlander. Yep. He's like the he's like the king of the Highlanders, and it's like, right, guys, we're, we're going to finally get rid of John Wick here, but we're all going to kill each other, so one of us becomes the strongest, and now we can take care of John Wick. And Kenny Reeves is all, nah, one of you bastards has my dog. <laughs> Boom! Dog. I just wrote the follow. Man, the this series got really, really stupid. Like the first one's pretty simple, as it's explained. Immortal fucking race killing each other until know. there's only one. <laughs> then it goes into getting into like, oh, where'd they come from? Either aliens? Is it like, what? What? <laughs> like, what the fuck? See that? I was it's all hang on. What the fuck's going on here? Where's Elrod and Hubbard? Hey, uh, Cavill's busy. I've been busy. Hey, he has. He's um. Uh, you know, Witcher 2, um, is that uh, Enola Holmes on Netflix as well? Is this Netflix? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Netflix. No, I don't know. I don't think it is. Oh, maybe it is Amazon. It's one of them anyway. You sure? It doesn't mention in the story, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, just looking at the, the Witcher thing, it's it, like... How he looks in that, it's probably not going to be much different. Uh, Actually, yeah, good point. Long way turn the original, didn't it? Um, I'm not sure if it was if it was grey. Uh, what was it? I think you're just mixing up seeing him <laughs> as riding. And... <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sean Connery's in that film. And he plays oh, a Spaniard. Right. He plays a Spaniard guy who does have a Scottish accent. Yep. Just loved about Sean Connery. No matter what film he was in, he never changed his accent. Like, I don't know which one it is, but there's a film where he plays Zeus, you know, king of the Greek gods, and he's all, "Hello there, I'm Zeus." <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, right, moving on. So. Just a quick one there, because uh, you're not interested in Star Wars, but they're uh, they're no longer making Rangers of the New Republic, which was to be a Mandalorian spinoff, um, which would have been starring Gina Carano, um, and we can probably guess why why that's not happening now. Um, I don't know they could, they probably could have recast her character. Yeah. But um, I guess that's turned out it's probably going to be too much trouble and fuck it. Ah, <laughs> uh, just not worth the hassle. Yeah. Um, and then more exciting news for you. Stu, have you seen this? <laughs> um, and do you want me to say what it is? Uh, cause no, no, I have. Uh, uh, right, you have. Um, so have so Sonic the Hedgehog 2's plot um, outline and. Spoilers? 
Well, you say spoilers. I mean, this this was all over the internet a couple of weeks ago, actually, because um, you see, there was like shots from the set. Ah. On set are these big? Well, I say like. Well, they would be these life size of Sonic and Tails, but there was three of these characters. So basically, whenever the Sonics on or in the shot, or, or Jim Carrey, whoever, when they're dealing with these shots, they have this big, massive like, plastic life size Sonic. It's like That's a stand, how they know. Standing so they can act against it. Or? You know the height and all that yeah. he is. And obviously, they had Sonic, they had Tails, and there was Knuckles. Yeah, who else was going to be the third one? Yeah. Um, so the, this is from a, a copyright website, and it gives a, the description. Sonic is ready for more freedom. Uh, and Tom and Maddie, whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> iconic uh, Sonic characters, Tom and Maddie, agree to, <laughs> <laughs> agree to leave him home while they go on vacation. What the fuck is this? Have you not watched the original song? No, no. You should actually, it's not that bad. No sooner they go when Dr. Robotnik comes back, and this time with a new partner, Knuckles, in search of an emerald that has the power to build, uh, both build and destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. So basically, it's the plot of Sonic 3. It's pretty much a, which isn't much of a plot, but there it is. Nope. Knuckles, this Master Emerald guy, and Robotnik's all, oh, hey, this blue hedgehog's trying to steal it off you, and Knuckles is all, duh, okay, okay. Hey, Knuckles is dumbass. I think that that's pretty much canon. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Knuckles is insanely stupid. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all kind of knew that was coming anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not really a surprise. Um, oh, they're they're pushing the design of they were pushing the design of Sonic as well to be even closer to his original design because obviously after they redesigned Sonic, um, they they got very very close, but they decided they're going to push it. I think they're going to give him the one big eyeball, or they're going to re- push it as close as they can to the one big eyeball, hmm. um, shit like that. But. Because his arms and his legs were still blue in the film, I think they're gonna just redesign and make a few what, uh, changes as well. Weren't weren't they blue in later Sonic designs anyway, like Sonic Adventure onwards? Or, no, his or, arms are always skin colored. Right, right. His arms are always been skin colored. Yeah, uh, after Sonic and Knuckles, I I know nothing. Yeah, of Sonic. But um, yeah, I know they're just doing a wee bit of redesign and things like that, but uh. Uh, apparently, uh, there there is a Sonic collection in the works, as well. That's right. Which um, is something that, that might interest you. It depends what they put in it. Um, I mean, let's be. I mean, I have a lot of the Sonic games already, and yeah, right, it'd be handy to just put them up with PS Five. But if they turn and they go, "I here's like a bunch of the original Sonics," and I will fire in Sonic Adventure Two, maybe things like that, I'd be like, "Oh, something different, happy days." Because no, they're supposed to be doing a remaster of Colors. Reviewed so well, but it was obviously we exclusive, and I never got to play it. But I hear it is absolutely brilliant. So that that could be available to you somewhere soon. It's like the best 3D Sonic game, and not, not, not like just like the best of a bad bunch. But apparently, it is it's fucking brilliant to play. I've heard that one System. with with the the Werehog. If you took out the Werehog bits, it would actually be good. Sonic Unleashed. Sonic Unleashed, um, that's the one. Yeah. 
you take out those Warhog levels and that game. Have I? I have always said that half of that game is amazing. Well, <laughs> maybe right. they'll do that. Sonic Unleashed minus Warhog. Mm. It's wrestling time. Uh, for, uh, yes, you're cutting out again. Sorry, uh, you right. just said section. So, sorry. I'll, I'll Do you know what we should talk- call this section? What? I agree. Didn't get any of that at all. Damn! <laughs> Am I cutting badly? It's it's just when you go to like actually say something with intent. It's like no, Stu's about to reveal something, so we'll cut him here. <laughs> And it's not listen, me, I'm, a, I'm not fucking doing it. So what do you want to call it? You know what that means. You know what that means. Yeah. Sure. Uh, very quickly, uh, before we run through Dynamite, though, um, I watched the uh, Hannah Kimura tribute show uh, last oh. night. So it's been a year since um, Japanese wrestler Hannah Kimura took her own life. Um because of cyberbullying. Uh, yeah, it's been a year. That's fucking nuts. Um, so her mother, who's who's also uh, a wrestler, uh, Kyoko Kimura, um, put on this show. Uh, it's I think it's only really three matches, but they're big, silly, massive matches. Um, you know, there there's a battle royale on it that you'll love, Stu. It's fucking nuts. Um, it, it's just ridiculous. Um, it, it's just pure pantomime, and it's done for laughs, and it, it's it's very very good. Um, the the main event was um an eight woman tag match uh between um so in stardom you've got the the evil heel faction Odeo Tai that Hanakamura was part of at one point uh versus um a selection of uh stardom wrestlers and uh. Do you remember Venny from the AEW oh, Women's yeah. Tournament? Um, she goes by Asuka in Japan. Obviously, you can't do that in America because there's another Asuka. But her. Um, and the really exciting part of this for me was um, I saw the return of two ex-stardom um, wrestlers who had retired due to injuries and stuff in Kagetsu. Um, it was her first time in the ring in over a year. And um, Hazuki uh, and... Uh, she retired shortly before Kagetsu, um, and and they came back. And um, Kagetsu was really good friends with with Hana uh, Kimura. They both tagged together. Um, they had their tag match, um, and Venny's team wins. Uh, but then she gets on the mic and just called calls Kagetsu into the ring. And says we we have to have a one on one match. Basically, just challenge you to do a one on one match. Um, Kigetsu turns to the crowd like, do you want us to do a one-on-one match? Everyone goes fucking nuts. Or as nuts as they can when they can't actually shout because that's the rules in Japan at the minute <laughs> wrestling shows. Um, and they have themselves a great one-on-one match. Um, uh, uh, and then at the, the end, the, um, the time of the event was called Matane, which is Japanese for See You Later. Um, so at the, the end they had this, this video play with, you got all these wrestlers and all, um, just sending wee videos of them saying matinee, um, and, uh, you had, like, so Kenny Omega, um, Shida was there, um, uh, Kari Sane, or 
Kari Hojo, um, she calls. She still works for WWE, actually. Uh, loads, loads of people. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a fun show. Um, they, they, they mostly, it was mostly kept light as, as a celebration of her life, not, not getting too, uh, right. too, too heavy with it. Um, okay. So May's, May's a, a rough month. So like, you have Kentaro dying this year last year Hannah Kimura died 22 years ago Owen Hart died Jesus 22 years ago 22 years ago um fuck you mate (laughs) I'm not talking about Overwatch this time we usually say that in Overwatch right um so this week's Dynamite what'd you think fantastic Fantastic. Right, let's run through the card then. Um, so, starting to open a match, we had Christian Cage and Matt Sedell. Um, this is a really good match. Yeah, Christian has really been sort of uh, impressing me. I didn't know if he'd still be able to go the way he oh, used to, but he, he has been... Go. I, I, would it be controversial to say he's as good as he's ever been? At the I moment? I think right I have, I've, I have never enjoyed Christian matches so much as I have recently mm. maybe because he's allowed to do what he's always wanted to, well not always wanted but he's allowed to sort of have bigger matches and you know he's allowed to sort of have a bit more freedom with the, the, the opponent in the ring and all so yeah. especially working with Matt Seidel as well Matt Seidel is fucking brilliant so yeah M2 just had an absolute barn burner Aye, it was really high paced um, which has been different from from Christian's matches as recently they've been sort of slow burners. Um, but I guess you're you're up against Matt Sidell and his thing is speed and flips. I um, honestly wasn't sure what way that was going to go at one point because obviously Matt Sidell's been on a roll, Christian's been on a roll, and I'm like, who's taking the fall here? Because both these guys have a lot of momentum at the moment. But yeah, and then after the match, well, we we have Christian Cage win, um, and then after the match we have Taz. Who was inexplicably commentating to begin with, um, and then we have him get up and start talking shit. Uh, Ricky Starks come out, who uh, didn't do anything because he's has a broken neck at the minute. Oh um, fuck! Because I was totally knew that. Yes, he, he has a broken neck. Um, Jesus. Yeah, so so he comes out to provide the distraction. Then Brian Cage and Hob Powerhouse Hobbs and Hook attack from behind. And then Hangman comes out uh, to make the save. Um, but that doesn't work out. So, um, I'm not sure what they're building up to there. Team Taz is, is at a couple of things. Um, they never they haven't done anything since on the you know the inner t- turmoil. But again, that could be because of, um, Starks' broken neck. Could be, because I didn't know about that, but that would make sense. Doing the thing between him and Starks, it was Cage and Starks were having at odds with each other. So, yeah, he keeps it, uh, Cage keeps uh, Christian keeps giving Taz shit about not being able to get in the ring in that. Um, and so they they must be like a similar age. <laughs> it's like um, I hope they're not teasing because I kind of don't want to see Taz in, <laughs> in the ring. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I know there's guys. 
like you say, Christian, obviously you've Jericho, Daniels and all that there, but they kept themselves in a bit of shape. And I'm not having yes. to go with Taz. Taz was always a wee round guy, but Taz is a yeah. very round guy now. Yeah, and I think his neck injury was really, really bad. His is brutal. I think he would just be putting himself at risk if he tried to do He might do maybe something cinematic. Might be a bit easier for him to do. I don't, I don't know. Like, I think he should just stick to talking shite. He's good at it. Can brilliant don't, at talking shite. Like, he did that Taz mission on Cody once, and that didn't even look good. So, nah, just, just, just talk oh. shite. Because I, I don't think any of us were expecting that, though. So when it happened, uh, I was all, oh, shit. <laughs> and they were like, don't hurt yourself. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Jesus. Saying, oh, don't hurt yourself. And this guy used to be a fucking killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I still wouldn't fuck with him. I don't know. <laughs> no, he, he still looks like an angry wee pitbull. Right. Um, so, our next match was the Acclaimed versus John Moxley and Eddie oh, Kingston. What was that, that fucking rap of the Acclaimed? It was very good. Oh, Moxley was going to. Well, he he, ma- he makes fucking comments about um about Rennie can't pronounce her last name his wife. Hmm. But he's like uh, he's like she's trying to hit me up for some oral sessions and then <laughs> and like Bowens is always he's talking about the podcast. Come on, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, you know, like Bowens is always sort of like covering for him. <laughs> uh, I I like Bowens. He, he he's. He does. He's starting to see his personality come out more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'd be easy to get sidetracked because uh, Max Caster is such a big personality. But right. um, uh, they're starting to play off each other really well. Um, yes, Kingston and Moxley just used wildfire. Is that their thing? I don't know. I wonder if that that's specifically for them as a tag team. That's what um, I'm thinking. But that this was a weird cover of Wild Thing. Remember we were saying about this last week and you said it was class until the recorder or flute bit started? <laughs> that wasn't in this version, so yeah, maybe I guess that's why maybe they got the cover. Not the, the only one to, to think that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it, was a, it was a decent match. Um, Eddie got the shit knocked out of him for a lot of it. Uh, and then we had some shenanigans with... Um, Chains being thrown in the ring and boom boxes, and then Moxley turned the tables and hit them with their own damn boom box. Um, then uh, <laughs> that wheelbarrow DDT finisher is really weird looking. It does. Why did they just do the what they call the violent crown? Violent crown. What's wrong with that? Um, they want to try and mix it up a bit. Yeah. Um, so this is obviously what we're we're heading towards. Uh, Moxley and Kingston versus the Bucks. Um, who's who's winning that? You reckon? I'm going to say the Bucks still. Uh, it, is that the match for Double or Nothing? Oh yeah, that's the match for Double. Yeah. that was announced on uh, Dynamite. Um, I st- you have to think of it like this: Mox and Kingston are still just two men. A backup. Um, We've already had a team that's just made up of two singles wrestlers be tag team champions for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they'll get the belts, but I think there'll be a good feud out of this. Yeah. Um, 
I definitely. Uh, it's it's gonna because uh, Moxie and Kingston, uh, Kings is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like he's not the best in ring. He's just a brawler. But see everything around that, he's just and and that's the stuff that he's gonna be able to rely on once he's done in the ring. Like he's, yeah, I mean, he can um, stick around and the energy of him just coming yeah, to the ring is yeah, it's class. The way him and Moxie play off to each other, like yeah, you could just watch them come in. He comes in, just fucks a chair, and then Moxie's like looking at him, being like, "What? Huh? You okay?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like the two of them are confused by each other. <laughs> I love the bit was like the 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 section where they rammed the the box truck, um, and Moxie throws is it you know, it's like a I don't know, come out and he throws, he throws something at the window, and then Kings is like, could you at least wait till I'm out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's something really genuine and believable about the two, the, like, the chemistry, it's just, just good shit. Um, our next match, Hikaru Shida versus Rebel, um, with, uh, Britt Baker, uh, obviously this is just, uh, Get Shida on your TV before the big title match. Um, yeah, so Shida wins, which is no surprise there. Um, and then there's a beat down after. Yeah, which tells me, well, not necessarily. Uh, so, so Baker is like holding the the title there then, and. Um, I think she does win him. You reckon? I think she might next week. Well, I, think she, I think she might pull I, it out. I, we have no it's in that, that match is one of the ones I'd definitely not hundred percent I wouldn't want to put a bet on that match because yeah. I wouldn't have a fucking ball there. This this one on Sunday is gonna have me on the edge of my seat. Um Aye. it's it's gonna like where every pinfall is like, Oh Jesus. <laughs> Um, those are my favorite ones see see, but the the ones where I don't know uh, go either way um, you can just let it wash over you and and just like buy into it Um, you know just for just for that you know 15-20 minutes Um, that's that's my favorite kind of wrestling match where you you don't see what's coming and I think that this this one's probably one of the most like Harder, hardest to call out of out of all the matches that are going to be on on Double or Nothing this week. But the cool thing about this match, it's not like it's just been built up over the last week or two. This has literally been brewing. Their nose broke last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good that they they call back the things again. And obviously, this might have happened earlier um, if Britt didn't have uh, injuries. Um, but here we are. It should, it should be a good match. Um, oh, it's gonna be fantastic. The two of them are brilliant, like, and they obviously know each other quite well. So I reckon it's just gonna be an absolute amazing. And like you say, it's the one that you are gonna just sit down and you're gonna buy in it because you have no idea where this is going. And Cheetah uh, is now officially been champion for a year. Longest reigning AEW champion. Then. Mm-hmm. With any belt. With any belt at all. Um... So after that match, we had a, a quick segment with Kenny Omega and Don Callis coming up to <laughs> Orange Cassidy to give up his his shot at double or nothing. Um, they hand him a contract and uh, Cassidy rips it in half really slowly. Love that. And then they hand him an orb on and, 
uh, tell him to think about it. Um, yeah, just a, a quick thing. Uh, Kenny trying to weasel his way out of things. <laughs> um, this are the Inner Circle promo uh, where they accepted the Pinnacles Challenge for a stadium stampede match, which they were always, always going to yeah. do that. Um, ends with the line, we're going to dance all over your face and piss all over your grave. <laughs> I'll have to get They're going to lose, quick. aren't they? I know. <laughs> a quick callback as well. Do you remember, uh, just, I don't know, I find this very funny. Uh, when Marvez tried to ask Jericho earlier in the night, at Medina Malenko, Oh, I, I, Jericho, Jericho says, you better get out of here before you annoy the man with a, a thousand and one holes. And he clears off. And Dean's all, well, you still know more than me. And Jericho's all, nah, I forgot a few. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's the, this is the end of the inner circle? Yeah, I think, I think it's time some of these guys need, well, especially Sammy, he's getting ready. He's going to be massive. Santana and Ortiz, I reckon, will maybe take a run at the belts. Jericho will uh, just be Jericho. The one person I don't know who's going to survive or how they're going to do on their own is Hager. Uh, Hager's been the guy that's sort of been feeding off the personalities of the rest of the inner circle. He's the not, guy that's going to struggle on his own. He's not going to do well. <laughs> I would love to see uh, Santana Ortiz actually, like the face Santana Ortiz actually take the titles off the books. That would be class because face Santana Ortiz are absolutely no different to heel Santana no. Ortiz. It's just who they're doing the stuff to. Yep. Changes. Um, so next we had a, a title for uh, a title, a match for the NWA Women's World Championship. Uh, right Deep defending against Velvet. I really enjoyed this match. Uh, Excellent. Red Velvet's way too young to be that good. She Deep she was kind of heelish. She was, yes. Um, but yeah, Red Velvet's kind of the big. Uh, she's very, very yes. baby face in, you know, on Cody's team, and that. So, um, I just, just really good, pretty hard hitting match. Um, A few times I actually thought Velvet was going to get the one. Yeah, again, that's always the the best way to wrestle match that that, that makes you forget you're watching a wrestling match and actually buy, get you to buy in which is what this did um, next we had a quick match uh, between Anthony Agogo versus Austin Gunn um, Cody, Cody coming out in a flag Gogo coming yep. out in a flag what's with all the flags boys what are we doing I don't know but someone better check the mark for Austin Gunn hey uh, Austin Gunn got <laughs> fucking destroyed. Uh, actually, quite like a go go now. I have, he's still... more, see, the, the whole governor thing, the whole sort of old school British gangster. I'm sold on that, man. I love that shit. Coming out with the braces and all on him, it's just like, yep. I, I don't yeah, know. Cat loves him. He looks I, like a peaky blinder. Uh, I, I don't know if this was meant to. The, the, the intention was for people to. You know, Anthony go a go go to get over with people, um, but it's it it's worked. Um, yeah, his promo on elevation was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he's very very good on the mic. Um, we also in this section had Miro, um, oh. and he cut a promo. Um, 
about Darby Allen and then Big Lance Archer came out <laughs> and said he was going to make Miro his Bulgarian bitch. <laughs> and that match is going to be amazing. That's so, just two trucks. It's a big horse fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is one this of the ones like, there's, there's no way Lance Archer wins this. Just oh, I don't, don't, don't be, yeah. But It'll be so amazing to see someone with Miro's strength because there's there's been no one else in AEW has been able to throw Lance Archer around. Miro will be able to pick up Lance Archer and throw him around, and that's gonna be a fucking a sight to see. Yeah, sure, throwing boys around left, right, and center, but Miro is an absolute beast, and he will th- actually throw Lance Archer around, and that will give you the the hundred percent certification that Miro is not to be fucked with, and he is an absolute monster. It's it's good to see what Miro can do on the mic as well. Um, uh, like he, he he cuts a good promo. He does. He's just angry as fuck. Um, you know him him taking shots at at, at Jake. Um, ah. And uh, and that what was he saying? No amount of yoga or ah. save you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. It's gonna be a good. One. Say hundred percent. It's gonna. It's gonna be Miru for that one. Aye. Then our main event, we have the Young Bucks versus the Varsity Blondes. Um, them definitely uh, striking with the iron spot with uh, Pillman Junior. With him being on dark side of the ring a little mm. bit here, I think. Aye. I think they're capitalizing that, which is which is fine. And yeah, give him the main event. Uh, Griff Garrison. I uh, you're there too. <laughs> I'm just not sold on him. Wow, but like... uh, but it was a, a good match. Oh, they also have this. Uh, what's her name? Julia uh, Hart. Hart uh, is with them now. Um, making them a trio. She's a ours. she's a legit cheerleader. Is she like actual champion, two-time national champion cheerleader or something? Um. When you say heart, it's not. Yeah. Not, not, is she? Is she part of the heart family? No, she's not. No, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's her real name, but we shouldn't call yourself heart unless you're. But I think it's with an E. No, no, H A R T. Oh, right, okay. Uh, that's uh, like uh, if it was an E, then fair enough. But but uh, maybe it's her real name at the same time. There's nothing you can do true. there. Hardly going to change your name away from a famous wrestler name if that's your actual name. Yeah. Um, I mean the 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 Varsity Blondes look really good, but it's the Bucks, so you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I have they to admit, do. Uh, Pullman looked fantastic. Pullman is. I think Pullman's going to be the breakout star of them too. Oh, easily. Yeah. Oh, Pullman's going to be the guy that. Do you watch Dark Side of the Ring? I haven't actually checked out any of it before. I, must, uh, I know I've said this before. I should watch it. It's a good episode. Uh, it's a two-parter about his dad, but the second second part of it uh, focuses a lot on him. Uh, All right. Growing up, he he had it pretty fucking rough after his dad died. I would say um, so. His ma's a bit of a. Uh, oh fuck! Right. But an arsehole. But anyway, um, I so Bucks win through nefarious means. 
aerosol cans again, getting out the icy hot spray. I'm sorry, when they spread that weed <laughs> on the face when she wasn't even doing anything, I nearly bust my hole laughing. <laughs> like, she really does mind her own, but she's doing that. She's literally doing that. Mind her own business. And Nick Jackson just runs up and sprays her right in the face. <laughs> Welcome to Dynamite. <laughs> so, who the fuck's wearing icy hot? <laughs> like your theme music. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> just, I love the whole pure nefarious reasons. Yeah. And then. And then, and then I. Then. So we have my, the fucking. Like this guy, this is better than the match for me. I, I know it was a good match and all, but Jesus Christ! So Moxie and Kingston come out and beat the Bucks down, <laughs> and then Kingston steals their ten thousand dollars shoes. Puts his socks in their in his pockets. Ah, he, he stole he their socks. <laughs> but that's could... per- that's per- perfect. They're making such a big deal about having these really expensive shoes, and then Eddie Kingston comes. I wonder, did they? Did they discuss that backstage? I hope they didn't. Because I'm pretty sure you can see Matt Jackson dying to laugh. Uh, he's trying to take his shoes off him. <laughs> I have to admit, uh, Kingston's obviously a lot better at it than Moxie because Kingston had Nick Jackson's shoes off in seconds and Moxie was struggling to get Matt off. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that was that was a perfect end to it. Like, Alvar laughing and everything was just a uh, perfect way to finish that. Hit, just laughing about the shoes getting Nick. Yeah, that's I really, quite really a finish. Aye, that's a double or nothing. It's not for the belts; it's to get their shoes back now. Oh, they should come in with the shoes, definitely. <laughs> and uh, speaking of finishes, I think that's gonna do this for another week. Hmm. That's a perfect way to finish. Yeah. Over um, each other endings, I'll just let you say the goodbyes. Yeah, well, thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back again next week. Um, probably before Double or Nothing, so maybe we'll we'll do some predictions or something. But yeah, that sounds like an idea. Hi. Right. Till then, catch us all later. Bye. Bye.